sometimes it just becomes autopilot and it and it doesn't actually catapult us to to the thing that we were really trying to achieve in the beginning and so that led me to, to start thinking about you know so often going back to purpose we all want to find a purpose we all want to do that thing that's going to give us that passion give us that drive and Hey everyone, I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passion in life. I've had some ups and downs for sure, and the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself, to slow down and really listen and trust your body, yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you, what's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening and as always, sending you life. Hey everybody, happy Thursday. I'm actually trying something new this week. I started to track my productivity by based on what planets rule that specific day. So Wednesday is ruled by Mercury, which is communication. Uh, and then Thursday is ruled by Jupiter, which is a really great day to like launch and push things out. So I figured what better day to take advantage of communication than, than Wednesday, a day that I want to communicate my podcast and then uh, use Thursday to put out. So I'm trying something new. If it shows up on Thursday, that's why instead of Friday. Um, but hopefully this will work out better. So I have a few kind of ideas bouncing around today of what I wanted to talk about. I have this planned as being like a mini sode, but sometimes when I get talking, it doesn't quite turn out that way. So no promises, but as always, I will start with the transits for the week or not for the week for the specific time that this podcast is coming out. We are still, uh, pretty defined. Actually, everything is defined with the exception of the will center, our 1222, that channel uh, from the emotional solar plexus to the throat is still defined, which is brings a lot of memory, uh, not a memory, I was looking at the head, which brings a lot of emotions. So if you are open, uh, have an open emotional center, you may be feeling that a little bit more. The head is defined, which just gives us a little bit more of that energy. And I want to talk a little bit about the sun, actually. So if we look at, if you pull your chart, which you can get at Jovian Archive, I can put the link in the show notes if you're interested in pulling your chart. But you will see on your body graph, you have on the on either side of the actual body graph, you'll have like a row of numbers in black and a row of numbers in red. You'll see these little symbols. The symbols are planets, basically. And so the, the sun, just like your sun sign, so I'm a Taurus, your sun sign is basically... The sun represents leadership, kind of where you're blessed in life. And so the sun here, the energy is in gate 18 and gate 18 is coming out of the spleen pointing towards the root. So we know that the spleen is the center for fear, for survival, for health, and the root is the center for adrenaline, for pressure, for kind of getting things done. So the gate 18 is really, is all about human rights. Uh, really, it points, it, it really, gate 18 really sees the things that need to be corrected. And when you have it connected by a channel, so the way I've understood it is these gates that come out of, uh, from the spleen 
pointing towards the root. Sometimes if you don't have the root active or you don't have the gate at the root side, you have these feelings like, you know, your purpose or, you know, uh, the purpose, like the purpose behind doing something, you can, you can recognize that. So that's gate. Um, oh my goodness. Gate 28 would be that gate, uh, which is more that's the individual channel, but this is the gate 18 is in the collective circuit. So when you look at this, this is all about the collective, right? This is about seeing what, what, what human needs are not being met, where we can do better. And it really points out what needs to be corrected. If you don't have the energy coming out of the root, you may feel at a loss of what action steps to take because the root is kind of that pressure to take the action and kind of like pushes everything upwards, right? Towards the throat and throat is center for communication, manifestation, creativity. But when we speak, it, you know, that's the where we can actually put things into action. So if you don't have that root energy, um, you may be able to see what needs to be corrected. You see the injustices, you see all these things, but as a matter of actually taking the steps, the action steps to doing it, maybe I wouldn't say missing because it's not that you can't do it, but it's something that isn't defined within you, right? So you may need to get that from an outside source. The shadow of this gate is going to be judgment, which can which can show up in inferiority or superiority. So really depending on kind of how you were raised. Were you raised to feel shame? Were you raised to feel like you are inferior to others? Or were you raised in a way that makes you feel superior to others? So if you feel superior, you're going to judge people lesser than you. And if you feel inferior, you're going to judge people who have more than you out of jealousy, out of, out of something that you strive to be, but because you internalize this inferiority you feel like you can't get there. And so the gift of this gate is integrity. So this really takes a look at kind of childhood. So as human design and, and, and scientifically our cells regenerate every seven years, you basically have a new complete body because every cell in your body has been regenerated. So, which is the concept of human design from the day that you learn human design and you start digging into your chart, it'll take seven years to fully embody your design to fully decondition because it took all this time to condition, right? So if you look at life in seven-year increments, you know, you have zero to seven, which is basically our biggest conditioning ages. Um, And then you have your teenage years. And then according to this gate, the specific gate, it's the 14 to 21 where we will either be in integrity or not. So it really depends on our childhood trauma where we taught to um, take these values forward where we taught to to live in shame. So it's kind of really looking at that. And of course, astrologically, we have Mercury retrograde, we have Mars retrograde. So we've got a lot of stuff going on right now, which is really forcing us to kind of look at all of this, to kind of look at our childhood, to unblock these limiting beliefs that we may have. So it's just a lot of energy. I've been feeling it. Uh, I believe others have been feeling it. I usually am pretty good about remembering my dream, my dreams, but lately I know I'm dreaming. I know I have dreams, but I just cannot catch them. I can't retain them. I've had this kind of like underlying low vibe going on, nothing like too deep, too big, but that's kind of what's is going on with the universe right now and what's going on with the energy, with the human design, the transits, all that stuff. So I just find it really interesting uh, to talk about it. If you guys like this portion of the podcast or not, if you don't like it, let me know. Yeah. So just like the sun, like I said, leadership where we're blessed, this is kind of the energy, the big energy that's kind of going around right now. So for the podcast this week, I was, I recorded an IGTV video about um, not integrity. My mind is still on gate 18, uh, about consistency we all like this culture that we live in this world that we live in everything is about getting 
things quickly, right? So we don't really want to be consistent because when we don't see results immediately, we get really frustrated. We have all these big promises, right? All the drugs promise to to cure our ailments, you know, in in a minute. So why would we work on self-healing if we can just cure the symptoms and not feel it, right? But we have to understand specifically when it comes to that, you may not feel the physical symptoms when you're treating, when you're treating it. Right. But we, our body traps emotions because our mind, our emotions and our body are all connected. So when you are not dealing with something, when you're not uncovering something, and sometimes it sucks, like being aware or healing, it gets a lot harder before it gets better. And oftentimes that awareness is really difficult. Sometimes it's, it's great to live in ignorance. You know, they say ignorance is bliss and, the, and it's, there's a reason for it. But it's so, if, if we want to advance, right? If we want to grow, if we want to change and shift, and not all of us are here for the same purposes. I believe I was here to heal. I was, I'm here to heal seven generations past and seven generations to come. This is why I find myself in the, as a healer, helping others love themselves, helping others see their purpose because that's a big one, right? We, we feel so lost when we don't have a purpose when we don't have something to fight for, when we don't have something to go to, to aim towards, we don't have a goal. We don't have a dream or we just, or we don't allow our passions to manifest. And sometimes our purpose is not what we're supposed to do for, for a job, right? Sometimes people, some people get blessed and they get to do their purpose for a living. Sometimes we don't all, it's not always like that for all of us. But I kind of wanted to point out, well, going back to consistency, it really is consistency. Consistency really is key. But the thing is you have to continue to have the intensity and the intention in order to make the consistency pay off because we can be consistent, but then the thing that we're being consistent about just becomes autopilot and we don't even consciously, we're not even aware of it. It just becomes like a habit. And depending on what your goal is, Sometimes like when we, when we start a yoga practice, oftentimes the teacher will ask us to set an intention for the, for the, um, for the class. So maybe one day my intention is to build muscle. Maybe one day my intention is to clear my mind. Maybe one day my intention is just to be in the moment. And really the intention that we set, then our body absorbs, our emotion absorbs, it becomes part of us and we're able to better focus on that. If you've heard of uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he tells a story or his story is that he was, I don't know if he was doing a triathlon, but he was riding a bike in, in a race and he was hit by a car and broke his back. I think the bottom half of his back, uh, but they said he needed to have this really extreme surgery in order to fix his back. And I be- he was, he's as a doctor, he knew the side effects. He knew the risks. And he chose to leave the hospital and not have this surgery. He knew there, were, there had to be another way. And so I, I believe he said for six weeks, uh, might've been longer, but for six weeks, he sat in meditation for like twice, 20 minutes, twice a day. And he would just sit there for 20 minutes and visualize his back healing. And some days he said he had to force himself to sit and do it because he just, you know, obviously you don't see the results. You don't, that, that 
you can have the consistency there, but if you're not, if you don't have the intensity and the intention, then you're just doing it to do it. And you're not going to want to continue to do it, right? Your mind, your body, your soul, everything's not going to be in it. So he sat, he forced himself to sit and feel this intention and feel this intensity to have these meditations and to visualize his back healing. And I believe it was like six, six or six to nine weeks later, his back actually was beginning to heal. And today he walks, uh, he, his back is like fully, fully healed from, from this trauma, from being hit by a car. So we can continue to do things and show up for things, but if we don't have the intention and the intensity, sometimes it just becomes autopilot and it, and it doesn't actually catapult us to, to the thing that we were really trying to achieve in the beginning. And so that led me to, to start thinking about, you know, so often going back to purpose, we all want to find our purpose. We all want to do that thing. That's going to give us that passion and give us that drive. And I, when I was looking, gosh, before I really started this healing journey, it was like, I knew I was supposed to do something. I knew I felt it deep down inside of me, but I, I didn't know what it was. I, I had a lot of blocks and I still have some blocks and I really try and shift my mindset now. And I specifically notice myself doing negative talk to myself. I'll just quickly flip it and be like, you know what? No, you are a badass. You got this, you know, <laughs> just like to give myself that pump to like, know that those limiting beliefs are really put there by somebody else. They're put there by, by somebody else shaming me. I internalized it, but really in finding your purpose, I wanted to give you a couple tools as it relates to like human design and astrology that maybe will help you find your purpose. So doing something that you, that lights you up, doing something that you're passionate about every single day is going to help you find your purpose. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get there. I was so fortunate to have found it a year and a half ago, a little over a year and a half ago. And I was able to then every single day I wake up and I have this on my mind. I have this intensity. I have this intention. I have this consistency. And even on days, because there are days where I'm just like, you know what, this is not going to work. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this. And I allow myself to feel it for a second, but I just keep pushing through it because of how passionate I feel about it. So if you can like find, if you have no idea what your purpose is, like literally no idea, I suggest that you get a pen and paper right now. Uh, you can pause this, come back to it, whatever. And just write three things that like truly light you up in life. Like if money were not an issue, these three things you would incorporate to your everyday. Like you would do these three things as you're living. Like, you know, like, so for me, um, traveling, I love to travel photography. I love photography and, and learning. Like I just love to learn. And so for me, travel and photography is all wrapped up in the other, right? Like, so as it comes to traveling, I love to experience cultures. I love to experience places. I love to like see things that maybe I read about in history books. I love to observe how people interact. Um, as same as photography. I love to see family dynamics. I love it's, it's so much about, I have that six line profile and the six line loves to observe. I will sometimes literally take courses and classes just to watch the teacher communicate. Like it's not even necessarily about the materials. It's because I, I love to watch how people interact it to me. It is fascinating. I have for the lot, for most of my life, I felt like I was a terrible communicator. I didn't know how to be social. 
And sometimes I just don't because I literally just want to watch and listen and learn and not actually interact. But I think giving myself the grace to know that that is who I am and I have this inside of me, um, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad communicator. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad, like I have no social skills whatsoever because I know I am super social when I want to be. But I just, that to me is something I'm really passionate about. And so like learning wraps up in that as well. I just like, I'm, if, if my, if I didn't, if money were no, no object, I would literally travel the world, take pictures everywhere and learn as much as I could about everything, astrology, human design. And what with learning as well, it comes with teaching because I want to take all of these things that I learned and I want to teach people. And so when I really, really got quiet, this is what I first did. I just listed out these things that I was so passionate about. If money were not an issue, what are the things that I would do every single day? When I first started this, food was an aspect of that. Um, I am plant-based. I've been plant-based for 10 years. And so I, I got my certification in holistic health because I find it fascinating. And so I just like food is, I'm, I could eat all day if you let me. Um, but as I grow as a human being and I gain more control of my emotions, my, my body and my thoughts, um, it becomes more of a, I still love food, but to me now it's more of a, how do we control the food and use our food as medicine as opposed to, to overindulging in it. And so that's where the, the health coaching comes in, but that's also learning. I, I learned that along my way. And now I would like to teach that to others. Right. So learning slash teaching, I'll say, but like in looking at all these things and photography, I love, 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 love photography. And when I was doing photography as a career, I was able to see that I would burn out and I would lose my passion for it. So for me, as much as I love photography, that's something that I want to keep to myself and just have that as my passion. I, I love it so much. I don't want to burn out on it and, and not when I was doing photography, uh, professionally as a career, I was doing product photography. I never picked up my, in probably the two years that I was all in that job, like I never picked up my camera outside of work. I just, I lost my passion for it. And so I, I don't want to, to experience that again. So photography for me is always going to be a passion. Um, it is always going to complement whatever I do, but I don't believe that it's going to be what I do unless it is not for money right? If I'm just doing it for myself. So, and, and so in looking at these things and realizing things, you can kind of like shift a little bit and, and really see what your purpose is. So for me, I just realized it was learning and teaching and in looking at my personal history, the big thing that got me where I am and what I want to teach about is going to have an element of food. It's going to have an element of fitness and it's going to be all about self-love. Those three things are the things that got me to where I'm at. And I'm so passionate about like teaching that to other people and helping other people get there as well. So as it relates to human design, if you pull your chart, what I spoke to in the beginning with the transits, if you look at your sun sign, you can really kind of see like what, what gate is, is going to help you in your leadership roles is going to help you. So like for me, I have that in gate 23, gate 23 is in the Ajna pointing towards, uh, sorry, gate 23 is in the throat pointing towards the Ajna, but gate 23 is essentially is about communicating. Um, but it's also about taking these complex ideas that come from the, the mind that are processed through the Ajna and really like picking and choosing what's going to come out, what you're going to communicate, what's, what you're going to turn into language, but, but simplifying it, making it kind of these complex thoughts, these complex ideas and, and communicating them simply. So in what I'm supposed to do, this is something, this is the energy I can take to that. This is something, this is like a gift that I have. This is something that is going to help me in my leadership abilities. And you can look at a few different places in your chart to be able to like kind of put it all together, like your North node, your moon, 
Um, and then in astrology, if you look at the 10th house, which is in your career, you, you're able to see what planets you have in there. And so, for example, if we're looking at the, um, so I have my son in my 10th house. So that goes back to my, the gate that's in my son is that 23, which is, a, it was, is the communicating, making things simple, complex ideas, simple. So for me, my son is in the 10th house. You, that's what I'm supposed to use in my career. Even now, if you look at um, the astrology chart for the right now, the sun is in the 10th house. Um, and so that gate, that that energy of, of, of seeing what needs to be corrected is going to be in the forefront, right? It's going to be it, what like in that career house. So it's going to be, um, out there. So those are like some ways that you can look and your incarnation cross incarnation cross is you can see in your, um, human design chart as well. And that's kind of the energy as well that you are supposed to bring to your purpose. Some people say it is your purpose, but I heard somebody related to being the energy that you bring to your purpose. And to me, that feels right. That feels accurate. And that feels, as at, of the charts that I've read in, in looking at the incarnation cross, telling them that that's what they're supposed to do with their life. It felt, it just feels right that that's the energy they're bringing to what they're supposed to do with their life. Um, so when you kind of find your purpose, the thing that you're, you're here to do, the thing that you want to do, just consistency, spend some time each day working towards this goal. Um, but also do it with intensity and intention. So don't just do it to do it. Uh, do it, set the intention, sit down and don't lose the passion for it. Um, do it with that intensity to get where you want to go. And that will help you manifest this thing. And, and we also, you know, it's hard because we see so many people doing the thing that we want to do and they're super successful with it, but we don't always necessarily hear the stories of how they got to this place. How many times, it, how, how many years it took them to get there. I love Gary Vaynerchuk and I love his story. And, you know, he talks about like, he's now 44 with running his own successful business and everything like that. But it took him like, you know, he worked for his father until he was, uh, I think it was his early thirties when he, then he broke off and he, he did his own business, but he started his, he built this business for his father. And then he started his own business in, in a, a one room office because he couldn't afford to like, you know, it's the, the, the name that he set for himself took a long time. So you see him now thriving and being successful. Um, but it took a lot of consistency, a lot of intensity, and it took a lot of intention for him to get where he's at. So just keep in mind, like those three things will get you where you're, it's not just the consistency alone. You have to have the rest. And the base of this teaching uh, I got was from Master Cohen in meditation. He had said that we need intensity and consistency. And it's just something that always stuck with me. And every single time I do something, I think about that. I think about every single action I do during the day, doing it with the intention that it's going to get me to where I need to go. Like if I am cooking a meal for my kids, maybe I could complain about it and not want to do it. But I know like cooking that meal for my kids is going to keep them happy. It's, maybe it'll give me an extra hour during the evening when they're happy and just sitting there doing their thing that I can work towards my goals. But it keeps my family functioning, keeps my family happy. So there's an intention, there's an intensity, and there's a consistency. And it all goes together. And once you start just using these energies in the direction, uh, you will start to see thank you for listening. I will be back here next week. I am interviewing somebody on Monday that I will hopefully be pushing that podcast episode out next Thursday. So 
is a coach for female entrepreneurs. So she's really awesome. And I'm excited to have her on here. I was also interviewed on a podcast and I will let you know when that comes out as well. I will put it in the show notes for whatever, whatever that gets released, I'll throw it in the show notes. So you guys can hop over and listen to it there too. Uh, Thank you again so much for listening and I will be back here next week. 